Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Hi, everyone. It is Julie Schrager, your host of the Nothing But Julie podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, uh, tell me something. <clears throat> How do you feel about criticism? You know, it's something that's happened since the dawn of time. Uh, it happens to me. It happens to you. It happens to everyone. But the question is, how do you handle it? What do you think about criticism? What do you think about what it's like to be criticized or to criticize uh, someone, you know, it's a very big word, criticize. It's one word, three syllables, but it means a lot. And so I'm just curious how you all handle criticism. Uh, and I wonder if you're truthful with yourselves when you think about it. I mean, really, really honest, alone, by yourself, really being truthful really being honest with yourself. I'm going to be honest with you. I have never been uh, good at handling criticism. And I, I know many of my podcasts, I say up until I turn this age, but you know, there's a lot of truth to it. Okay. For me, when I was younger and still at some points in my life today, I really get defensive when I'm criticized. Let me explain why. And then I'm going to get into, you know, ways to handle criticism. And let me, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, I can just tell you everything that I've researched. But the question is, <clears throat> can you really do it? Okay. Why was I not good at handling criticism? Well, I was young, first of all. I was extremely motivated. Um, no one was going to get in my way for me to thrive and be who I wanted to be and be what I wanted to be, whether in my personal life or in business. So let's talk about business for a minute. I was at the top of my game when I was younger. I was what I thought the best of the best of the best. I gave 150%. I went above and beyond and I was really good at what I did. And it's okay to say that. It doesn't mean that I have a big ego. It doesn't mean that um, I'm an egotistical person. Um, it means that, that I believed in myself to where I knew that I was good at what I did. So when I would get criticized, it made such an impact on my ego to where I was like, are you kidding me? How dare you criticize me? But where I fell short was when I was being, quote, criticized. It wasn't criticism 
<clears throat> it was constructive criticism, but it didn't matter. When I was younger, if you even gave me constructive criticism, I'd be like, screw you. Like, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And instead of focusing on all the positives, you're just going to look at the negative. But the thing of it is, is it wasn't that. It was a way for my boss to let me know, hey, Julie, you know, you are really good at all of this. However, you do have some shortcomings that I think if I told you about, you could enhance. It wasn't like saying, you know, you're a piece of shit and and I don't think that you should be working for us. It was more like, excuse me, I'm drinking, a a professional constructive um, criticism. Like instead of someone saying, you know, your work sucks. It would be, you do great work. However, I think that maybe if you added in this or took away that, it might actually work out better, right? But instead of me just taking that as as a, a great idea and, oh, I can improve upon myself, I took it as, screw you, how dare you, tell me that what I've been doing isn't good enough or how dare you tell me to add or delete. <laughs> it was the ego. It was the huge ego that I had. And yeah, I did. I had a huge ego because in my profession, I did a phenomenal job at at my work and and I knew I did a great job. So for anyone to criticize me in any fashion, even if it was constructive, I was like, are you kidding me? How could you, how could you, you know, as I got older and I wasn't as hot headed, I came to the realization that it really is not a bad thing and that you could improve. When I was at work one day, I remember my boss telling me that, um, she, it was, uh, it was my yearly review to which I got accolades every year. And along came this new woman who became my boss. Oh, I would say maybe six to eight months prior. We had a great relationship, great rapport. You know, we would go out to lunch often, you know, we would, you know, discuss different ideas, bump it off of each other. So it was really um, shocking when I sat down again with the big head thinking, oh, you know, this is in the bag. I got a great review. And I did. I did get a great review. However, she did say, you know, Julie, there are some things that I do think can be improved upon. But prior to her telling me what they were, She said, and I don't want you to get upset with what I'm going to say. This is all just, it's really not you. It's just what can be approved upon. The fact that she had to um, preface by saying that, that I should not get upset, immediately made me realize, oh my God, is that the vibe that I give out? That I'd get upset or even angry 
if somebody tried to approach me with bettering myself, I was in shock that she had even said that because I thought, oh my God, I can't believe that this is the aura that I'm giving off. I, 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 I cannot believe that this is something that people are seeing. So right off the bat, the first thing that I, I said to myself, you, did you ever have like a, a, a thought in your head that lasted a second, but you knew what it meant in an elaboration? The first thing I thought of was, okay, that's it. Starting tonight, I have got to work on, you know, my approach or how I am in the office. Um, that I'm giving off this vibe. I do not like that I'm giving off this vibe. Okay. But she gave me some really, really great tips. And as she was talking, I could feel myself getting heated under the collar. And I'm pacifying her. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. I did not give her an attitude. I acted as though I was extremely... um you know, it was warranted everything she said and it was accepted. When I got home, I was so angry. I was so angry. I got on the phone with a friend of mine, told her what transpired, and she just said, look, Julie, it's great, you know, that, that you understood from the get-go that <clears throat> apparently you're giving off a vibe that you're sensitive. But the fact that you still got hot under the collar means that you are not receptive of constructive criticism. So let's break it down. So we broke it down. And I, at the end of the conversation, realized that, wow, this is really great advice. And if I follow this advice, not only can it help me and make my job easier, but I could probably also be a better person, a better worker. And it was at that point that I decided that I was no longer going to um, discount when somebody gave me a form of constructive criticism. I was going to hear them and be receptive and then look into myself and think if these are changes that really should be made instead of just getting angry or upset. And, and these particular points of constructive criticism really did help and really did make a difference. And it made me a better person, a better worker, employee, um, and, and it made me receptive to other forms of constructive criticism. Now, going forward throughout all of the, uh, you know, forwarding years of, or the future years of working, there were definitely times where, huh, people would tell me what they thought and they were way off base. And so the question was, am I, is that ego creeping back up? Are the, are the things that they're saying valid or are they really just like, no, way off base? I was able to differentiate when um, I got a review at a job I was working at every year my review was top notch. Um, but it was at, at that, I was a little older. And at that point I was no longer in, in that, that arena that I was in years prior when I was younger, where I felt that I had to overwork myself just to prove what a good worker I was. I didn't walk around with a huge chip on my shoulder and, and 
I didn't, um, I didn't act as though I was the queen of everything. I brought myself down. And I really think that having a child and going through parenting really kind of brought me back down to earth because I was very much into corporate life and getting to that top rung. And, and I became a lot more um, relaxed and calm and not having to prove myself. But I remember when I was getting a review from a woman who took over my department maybe four months prior, never came in, never watched me work, um, did, was never able to really even understand what my job was or what I did. And the woman who I had worked with got an exemplary review, exemplary. And I'm looking at this. She showed me her review. This woman was much older than me. And I remember saying, wait a minute, how? How? I was looking at all the check marks and everything was great, great, great. It was impossible for her to have received such an incredible review. It was, it was a lie. I was the one that was doing all of the work. We worked together. I was the one who had to train her and continue training her well after a year because she just couldn't get it or process it or make it work. I was overworked, underpaid, and constantly doing her job. Yet, the woman who reviewed her gave her check marks for work getting done in a timely fashion, knowing her work, so on and so forth. I was so pissed because it was so far from the truth. She didn't know what she was doing. And I would think after a year, she should have been more settled. To the point where a few months later, she decided to leave the department because it was too much for her. Even she knew, uh, you know, that she was not worthy of that review. Lovely, lovely woman, but just, uh, when I went in for my review, she gave me a worse review than this woman. And the check marks that were not as great as this other woman were about me and the work that I did. And I, I saw red and this was valid. Her criticism was personal. And there was no constructive criticism. It was nothing but criticizing me. And I had said to her, I'm the one doing all the work. I'm the one face to face with all of the people. I'm the one making everything happen and getting everything done. If it wasn't for me, nothing would get done. Yet, she's basically telling me in a review that that's not the case. It was personal. As it turned out, she felt competitive with me because she, I, and another woman that we were working with were really one of the only few that had a corporate background, a business background, a degree. Um, and for that, she was jealous, envious, and competitive. And now that she was a step higher than me, it was almost like, aha, look what I can do to Julie. And, it, and it, th I'm not just saying all of this. They're, they're, this was all investigated and she was on an interview and it, it, it all came out. 
So did I deserve that interview? No. But my number one partner in crime, who was the person who oversaw the department, was the one who always did the reviews. And for some reason, her boss, the woman who didn't love me, wound up doing it. And this was the uh, just horrible. And I wound up staying two hours late not getting paid because she just kept trying to say, well, I can't give you a perfect review. You have to sign the review. I'm like, I'm not going to sign it. And then she was like, oh, you know, you have such an ego. And I'm like, no, you're, you're not getting it. Why can you give my coworker a perfect review? But then you tell me that you can't give me a perfect review because you just, you just can't do it. There was a lot of criticism And it was, my reaction was warranted. So what happens when you get criticized? Do you react? Do you overreact, underreact? Do you take some time to just say, oh, I need to think about this? For me, in this particular instance, uh, I already knew what was going on and why she did what she did, but I couldn't prove it. It wasn't until... I brought it up to the upper crust and told them about it and basically threatened that I was going to leave, that they uh, spoke with her and did an interview and found out the real deal. Uh, I wound up leaving a few months later just because of, of her and so many other things that were going on. It was time to move on. How do you handle criticism? Is there any one particular way? Yes, Criticism could be a good thing. With regard to the constructive criticism that I was discussing earlier, absolutely uh, needed it. It was something I kind of looked at as a godsend. But how do you handle criticism? How do you feel... It is best handled. It can be a good thing. And, and sometimes you can look at it as a, as a way to grow. Um, but also with regard to what happened in that department with my review, that was um, someone else projecting their insecurities uh, on me. Their insecurities about themselves and pushing it onto me. And sometimes it's not easy to handle that, especially when you don't have people that care or want to listen. I remember having, you know, when you've gotten so angry that no matter what you do, it's just a fire inside of you. That is how it was with me. I was so angry because I knew the job that I did. And I, and it wasn't that it was that this other woman didn't know what she was doing. Even after a year, she didn't know what she was doing. And I was picking up all the slack and then I get the worst review. Oy, I tell you, I didn't handle criticism very well that day, but yes, you, in certain times you can look at it as an opportunity for growth. If you look at it in the right way and you say to yourself, is this an opportunity for growth or is this just someone who's 
insecure within themselves that's telling me something that I don't really think pertains to me. And if that's the case, how do you handle that? It's not uh, an easy feat. Um, but I do think that there are ways to um, deal with it in a very professional way. But what about on a personal level? One thing that I did do that I learned, uh, and I think it has a lot to do with parenting, was to kind of tone down my reaction. I was always very reactive. You know, I was younger. I was immature. As I got older, I learned how to kind of control how I would react to things. Um, And I would take it in. I would try really hard to not let my feelings get in the way of what was being told at that moment because I knew I would get very heated and very angry. So if I took a step back and said, I'm going to just literally not think about this right now, Because I feel it. I feel it starting to make my blood boil. I've got it locked inside my head. I'm aware of what just happened and what was said to me. But I am not going to react. I'm going to give myself a few hours, if not 24 hours, to just keep it to the side. And it was actually a really great thing to do because all it did was diffuse the flames in my heart, in my head. And allow me to deal with it in a more rational, real way. And then I was able to look at it from all angles. Is this warranted, this criticism? If it is, okay. What makes it warranted? If it's not, what doesn't make it warranted? What can I do to maybe say, oh, you know... I really think that this is something that I could do to change. But I had a much more clear head when I came back to it. Another way to respond to criticism, and this was a real hard one, is not to take it personally. Um, To this day, I still have issue with not taking things very personally. Um, I've worked on it. And I have uh, allowed myself to um, try and figure out the best way to handle certain things without taking them personally. It's not that easy. Um, it's, it's easy now to look into things and say, you know what? That wasn't meant towards me. That was meant towards someone else or some other feelings. How do you separate it though? How do you not take things personally when maybe sometimes they are meant personally to you? You know, like let's say you have a friend or whatever and I'm trying to think of an example. Someone that, you know, you reach out to that that blows you off all the time and how are you supposed to say, hmm, you know, I, I see that this person goes out all the time and makes plans, but yet when it comes to me, this person always says that they love to see me, love to get together, blah, 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 but they never do. How do you not take that personally when you see so many 
uh, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media, and you see this person, you know, out and about all the time, but not with you. You know, how do you not take that personally? Well, the thing of it is that I've learned is even if it's personal, you just don't take it personally. You just say, it doesn't matter. Even if it was personal, it's not me. I know who I am. I know what I give to the table. And I know that uh, it, it's this person. Or maybe I'm just not this person's cup of tea. But I still will not take things personally as much as I used to. I will be more kind of like, oh, you know what? Whatever. You know, just move on and not even think about it. But there are times when I still do take things personally. Um, I also think another way to handle criticism is to show humility. I, if you don't know what that means, let me, let me explain. When the definition of humility is a modest or low view of one's own importance, basically be, to be humble. And I am humble. And I've always been humble. Although when you're humble, you don't really say you're humble. But I'm just going to say it just for the, just for the <coughs> sake of this topic. You know, in the big scheme of things, or even in the small th- scheme of things, um, you should always feel humility. For example, um, if someone has one or two things that they need to check out with at the supermarket, I will let them go in front of me, as, as I know many people do. Or maybe they're in a hurry or whatever it is. Or, or uh, doing a, a small little task uh, somewhere in your office, in your home, or the, the smallest little thing just to help out is humility. Um, instead of crediting yourself for some things, you credit the whole team. That's, that's humility. And I think that if you practice humility, you can actually respond, uh, to criticism a lot better. But, you know, humility is not something that happens overnight and some people have it and they're born with it and some people don't and some people have to work on it and you know because I had such a big ego that is what led me to reacting poorly um even if the criticism was something that was was true um and and your ego always tries to protect you by just discounting when someone criticizes you and it and it's not because it's not true. It could be maybe because of the delivery, maybe how somebody delivered the criticism instead of doing it in, in a professional way or in a way where it's a little more smooth or not hurtful. But if you respond in a humble way and show humility, you can actually gain a valuable opportunity of learning. Sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and 
for lack of a better word, pacify people. But really being humble is a great way to accept things that you might not want to accept. I also believe in apologizing. Um, you don't always have to, but, and, and let me also say, it doesn't have to always be, you know, an apology per se. You can simply just apologize in like a conservative way. Well, what do you mean? (coughs) Excuse me. I am really not into the apologizing part when you're being criticized. But let me explain why. If the delivery is bad when you're being criticized, the, the words can come out, <coughs> excuse me, sounding defensive. So you don't want to apologize too much. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And then someone says, stop saying I'm sorry. And you go, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologizing here and there can be beneficial. But few and far between apologies is what should be done. Because if you apologize too much, it can make the situation more uncomfortable. Uh, and it really doesn't add anything beneficial to the whole interaction. And, and this is something that's very, very important. And, and I mentioned this earlier, just do not dwell on what you were criticized over. I had a tendency of doing that when I was younger and I realized that it wasn't because I had such a big ego. That was, yeah, no, no, that was part of it, but it was also insecurities that I didn't know I had. It wasn't until I started growing up and getting older that I started realizing, oh my goodness, I, I really do have an insecurity. Maybe that's why I work so hard. Maybe I have expectations. Maybe I'm doing all this because my insecurity is my ego. And um, I'm always trying to push and push and push and push so people can see really how great I am when I shouldn't have cared what people thought about me. If you dwell on the criticism and you replay it over and over and over in your head, then you can start second guessing everything oh, maybe I should have said something different. Maybe I should have reacted differently. Maybe I should have crossed my legs. Did I look professional? What did I look like a bitch? You know, and then you're, it's just a constant recycle in your head over and over and over again. And then that takes away from what you could have learned from that criticism if there was some form of learning in there. Um, Throughout your life and your career, you're always going to have these experiences. You know, I gave it a little bit of space. I came back to it and then I released it. I made the decision if it was something that I felt really was constructive or if it was something that she doesn't know what she's talking about. And and that's the part that sucks when you are being 
criticize constructively. But now you have to tear that conversation apart and decide what areas really are true, really aren't, or maybe this was from somebody else's insecurities, maybe their jealousy, you know, this, it's like, it just, maybe people shouldn't have these conversations with you. But I also do believe that they do help you (laughs) to evolve. So what is the best way that you can change how you feel about criticism? Sometimes it's really a, a very simple thing. When this woman gave me my review that I did not agree with at all, I felt bad for her. I made myself feel bad for her because I knew that I needed to do something to get out of my funk and realizing that I felt bad for her, that she had to do this to me just so she could feel good about herself made me feel really bad for her. And honestly, in feeling that, I felt so much better. Not because, ha, 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 she feels bad about herself. No, I felt better because I realized that it wasn't really about me. It was about her. And so because of that, I did feel better. And I was able to kind of part the clouds in my brain and really be able to get into the nooks and crannies of the whole debacle. Um, and, and you can also look at uh, criticism as a favor. Like I said earlier, sometimes when people criticize you, they're not doing it to hurt you. I don't even like that word criticize. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, if you have someone that's taken enough of an interest in you to tell you something deep down, not because they're assholes, but to help you to grow and help you to learn and for you to become better because maybe they know your worth. Maybe they know that you can grow and get to where you want to be. And instead of thinking negatively, you can think positively and it will allow you to have more room for improvement. Does that make make sense? I actually think that when people um, don't say something to you, but they do see your errors, but they don't say anything, those are the people you have to look out for. Those are the people that want to harm you. But then again, you know, because of that one particular woman, she wanted to harm me by telling it to my face. So you just, you just never know who you're dealing with. And that's why you need to have these mental weapons ready to deal with these types of situations and how to deal with these. It's really, all right, being defensive is natural for, for many people. I really don't know too many people that don't get defensive over certain things. Uh, well, my husband, yeah, he very rarely gets defensive. Ugh, it's so annoying. But there are, most of the people do get defensive. It's just a natural response. Um, and there are some people, including myself, who can get hurt by certain critical comments. 
And that's why it's important to be self-aware so you can kind of move past that. You know, if there's something that's just too painful for you, why do you think that is? You know, maybe it could be from something that happened at a different point in your life when there was something that had that similar feeling of hurt. So if you can understand and be more self-aware of uh, these criticisms, that is what will help you get past it. I said earlier, you know, you should still respect um, negative types of criticism, you know, instead of looking at, um, I guess, like a positive feedback and constructive criticism as being polar opposites, maybe they're the same. You know, I know one probably feels better to receive, like positive feedback is much better and easier to to receive than the other. But I'm going to repeat it. They still both give you an opportunity to grow. And positive feedback, we all love that. Not only does it help you um, to develop because it's positive and allows you to reinforce, you know, a specific behavior, you know, criticism does the opposite. It kind of teaches us by discouraging a behavior. I I think that um, any criticism, even if it's small, is better than no feedback at all. I've always wanted to know how other people thought I did in a job. It was always important to me, even if it wasn't what I wanted to hear. The last thing that I want to say about criticism, and this is a doozy, you need to learn. And this is coming from a more mature Julie. (laughs) It took me a long time to get there. But when you're young and you have a big ego, but you love to work and you love to impress people and, and not impress people in a negative way. I mean, impress people by doing good work and doing hard work and, and putting in the extra effort that you know people are going to notice. There's still a learning component to criticism. Even though when, when you're listening to critical things, feedback you know during that time you're like slumping down in your chair and your heart is racing and and you feel like you're starting to lose credibility while you're listening to this feedback but remember that there's still always a lesson I think that there's a lesson with everything anything and everything that happens in your life is a lesson how are you going to take that lesson what are you going to do with it how are you going to harness it Are you going to poo-poo it and just throw it in the trash? But when you get this this, um, constructive criticism, I believe that it's an experience that you can learn from. And and even if if you have a, a, a situation where everything was just negative, 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 how can you... Still learn from that. Again, you have to weed through what you really think 
is correct and isn't. And it's really hard because you really don't know. Oh my God, really? Am I like that? When you don't think you are, but maybe you are and you don't, you know, it, it, it's really hard to weed through. But with the negatives and the mistakes, you know, if, if you have a boss or even a friend who wants to discuss something with you and they are really, really good at delivering constructive, con, uh, constructive criticism, you need to watch them. Listen to them. How are they talking? What's the tone in their voice? You know, what words did they choose? And there are lots of body language cues also. Believe it or not, when it comes to body language, the way you move, the way you sit, the way your hands flounder about, there's a lot of negative connotations with body language. This is a ton of valuable information that leads to lessons in your life so that one day when you have to critique someone, you can learn from how you were critiqued. That's the lesson. You know, you can learn so much about yourself through these processes, um, how you react and how it affects, how criticism affects your self-confidence is a lesson. All of these little things that happen throughout your life are life lessons. Sometimes you need to stop and or pause for a moment if you're young enough to understand and say, hmm, what is the lesson that I'm supposed to take away from this? And if you can be that person when you're young and know that it's a lesson and that you could learn from it, oh my God, that right there is the best lesson. To be able to learn at a young age and develop in a positive manner versus me that was like pissed off all the time whenever things like that would happen. And I think that a lot of my life was wasted on feeling sorry for myself instead of making it a lesson. I wish I did earlier because it really would have saved heartache and it would have saved me having such a big ego, but better late than never, right? Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed the how to handle criticism topic. I'm sure we've all gone through it. We could always use a little lesson on how to deal with criticism. I don't think that it is something that ever ends. And I don't think that we ever stop criticizing people. Maybe looking into how we handle criticizing other people can help us as well. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. Thanks so much for joining in. As usual, feel free to contact me through Instagram, Facebook at nothing but Julie. Um, that is the majority of the way that, uh, people get in touch with me through DMS and whoever, uh, keeps reaching out to me. Thank you so much. It's always so great hearing from you. And I love the positive feedback. <laughs> anyway, bye everyone.